Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. This is Cynthia Smalls with Bad to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. We are never to give up on our Lord Jesus Christ. He paid such a heavy and dear price so that we don't have to die in our sins. And because of his finished work at the cross, we say, yes, Lord, we will lay down our wicked ways and we will turn from all the evils of this world as we await your soon coming. Amen. Amen. Okay. I want to talk about coming out of sin. We need to repent, turn away from our wicked lifestyle and follow Christ. There is no such thing as hidden sin. Trying to hide sin from God is like running from your shadow you can never get away from. And this is the whole premise of this ministry, Back to God Ministries. God has put this ministry in my heart when I finally got the revelation that I need to fully repent of my sins to turn from any evil that's in my life, anything that is not pleasing to the Father. I I needed to take a hard look at my life and really have to admit, am I living pleasingly to the Lord? And upon reflection, I saw that, yeah, some areas I may have it together, but there was a lot that I have not. And so sitting quietly with Jesus as he was retraining my spirit and my mind to now solely focus on him. And while doing that, he put in my path wonderful ministries that was teaching on repentance And so because of that, I had to say to myself, well, Cynthia, did you really lay down that old man? Have you really put on the new man? And I had to be honest. No, I have not. And that is why there was a lot of a lot of upheaval in my life. And so as I'm sitting with the Lord and he's showing me what repentance is, and what he has called me to do, and that is to teach to the body of Christ what repentance is and what Jesus did on the cross for us. And so that is how this ministry was born. And just like you, I found out that I can't run away from God 
because he knows everything. Your family and friends might not know about your secret sin, but God knows because he knows everything. All the skeletons in your closets should be confessed because unconfessed sin can block God from your life. You can actually block him from your life. That is why when we preach the gospel, we always preach on hell because a true teacher, a true messenger of the Lord Jesus Christ is going to preach what he preached, not this feel-good, tickling ear message that you can just continue to sin because we are now under grace no matter what. All you have to do is believe in Christ and don't worry about your sin. Don't worry about all those hidden secrets because after all, God knows we are nothing but humans. We are made of the flesh and at the end of the day, we're all going to get into heaven. Those, my friends, are false doctrines. Those are being taught by false prophets and teachers. Jesus did not send them because they have to preach and teach on the full counsel of God. And that is that he is love and he is justice. Amen. And so that is why we have to preach about hell. We as teachers being sent by Christ out into the world to make disciples, we have to preach on hell. We have to preach that you need to repent of your sins, turn away from that, make a conscious decision that I am going to follow Christ for this life that I live in the body, according to Galatians 2.20, I am going to live it by faith in the Son of God who gave himself up for me. He loves me and therefore I have been crucified with him. And so I must crucify this flesh. I must lay all sin down. If I am wanting to get to heaven, God is holy. Jesus is holy. They will not tolerate sin. Jesus paid a huge price by stepping out of deity. He laid down his Godhead. God gave him a body to come into this earth to die a sinner's death. Jesus perfectly fulfilled the law by living a perfect, sinless life. He was the only one that could have made this sacrifice. His blood was the only purest form that, that could appease God's wrath. All the other animal sacrifices, those were shadow types waiting and pointing the way to the Messiah so that when he chose to lay down his life and die on a cross for the sins of many, his shed blood was sprinkled on the mercy seat of God, making atonement for our sins. Jesus, the God-man, reconciled 
sinful man back to God. And now we can have forgiveness of our sins because of Jesus' sacrifice. His blood, his blood washed away all of our sins. And in response to what he did for us, on that cross because once he died and was buried and he rose again after three days where he's now sitting at the right hand of God making intercessions for us and from there he is waiting for his enemies to be humble and he will make them his footstool so our response to all of this finished work is to say yes lord jesus i will lay down this wicked lifestyle i repent i'm not going back to sin i'm not going back to my vomit i'm not going back to the ways of this world i shun that i turn from evil i will follow you now Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Show me and teach me how to live holy and how to live righteously. I want to spend all of eternity with you and a father. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be tormented by demons for all eternity as I await that great great white throne judgment to be what? Tossed into the lake of fire? No, Lord, I do not want this. And so that is why we have to we have to see Jesus as being so serious about holiness and and how he wants us to be holy. So it's like if you see your child about to fall off a cliff. Are you going to quietly say stop or are you going to yell at the top of your lungs? You see, Jesus was serious about when he came to hell. He don't want us to go there. And that is why he exhorts us in Luke 13:3 by saying, I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish because you see, if hell was for a hundred years or maybe a thousand years, people will be holding on to that glimpse of hope. But in hell, there are no more chances. Is hell fair? Yes. We have sinned against a holy God. He is holy and and separated from all evil. There is no darkness in him. The legal system says that criminals have to be punished well with a holy god there is a holy standard and the punishment and the punishment is more severe god made a way glory be to god god came down in the form of a man and jesus lived the perfect life we couldn't live and he died for our sins God freely offers salvation in Jesus Christ. Because you see, what is unfair is that Jesus died and he offers salvation to sinners like us who don't deserve it or want it. That is unfair. Should a holy God allow people to continue to sin 
mock him, curse him, forsake him. God doesn't make you go to hell. People choose to go to hell themselves. Just because you don't like it doesn't make it any less real. No one thinks they are going to hell until they find themselves burning in hell. Here Jesus explains, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Hell is probably the most hated truth in the Bible. Many people are afraid to preach on hell, but Jesus was the greatest hellfire preacher there ever was. Amen. Search the scriptures. Jesus preached more about hell than he did heaven. Why? Because he do not want us to go there. Hell was created. Jesus said that hell was created for the devil and his demons. Hell was never created for man. But if man choose to reject God and his son, oh, absolutely, that is where men will go, unfortunately. So that is why we must search the scriptures because, like I said, Jesus preached more about hell than he did heaven. It is both easy and hard to go to hell. And here is why. It is easy because just do nothing. Just live your life without the Lord and you are headed to eternal punishment. It is hard because you are constantly convicted, but you say, no, I will not listen. Many people have heard the gospel over 20 times. Many people shrug off the fear of God. They close their eyes to the truth in front of their faces. Many people are in hell right now, this moment, gnashing their teeth, saying it was a trick. It was just too easy. I didn't think I'd be here. All they had to do was repent and trust in Jesus Christ alone. And I say that again to my friends out here. Please, family, please. All you have to do is repent and trust in Jesus Christ alone. Sadly, people want their best life now. Why? Because they are listening to these wolves and sheep clothing with the seeker-friendly church mentality that all you got to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. One save, always save. So, yeah, just go out and live your best life now. Absolutely not. Those are false doctrines. Those are marketing schemes and strategies by these wolves and sheep clothing that are heading up these mega churches in America, okay? They are corrupt. The Bible says that these false teachers are corrupt in their mind. They are laden with all kinds of sexual desires. They are sinful. They are boastful. They are arrogant to think that they can twist these scriptures, right, with their false doctrines, 
of tithing and sow a seed for your need my friends if they do not repent god says that there is out of darkness awaiting for these wolves and sheep clothing and they are leading god's people astray those of us who were sitting in these brick and mortar churches looking for jesus all we wanted to do was to be taught how to live our lives according to the word of god so that we can get on to heaven but oh no not these wolves and sheep clothing not these not these charlatans and and hucksters oh no they was trying to build their empires how they can get more houses more lands more cars and so that their quote-unquote first lady could be drenched in the finest of attire and so that they can come up with ways and schemes and how to depart you from your money with all this false fake teaching on tithing heaven forbid lord jesus have mercy on them because their future if they continue to do what they do by leading god's people astray their future is grim to say the least so no absolutely not i'm not trying to live my best life no no this this is not a game okay this is not a game jesus is not playing with that lake of fire we must stop think turn around and go the other way and that is what repentance is it's not just saying oh oh i'm sorry you know and for the and for the most part a lot of people say sorry is because they got caught it's not that they feel this godly sorrow that what they did i mean it just sticks in you it is like a a spear piercing your soul when you know that god forbids what you are doing and you do it anyway it should be a high level of conviction why because if the holy spirit is really living in you you are not going to want to sin and if you happen to get caught up in a temptation and you miss the mark glory be to god that we have his promise of first john 1 9 that if we confess our sin and if we go to god and true godly repentance he will forgive us of our sins and he will cleanse us of all unrighteousness we go on in there and take that blood bath but if you are willfully sinning if this is your current lifestyle and you are making a decision that it is just too hard to lay down that particular sin god is going to just have to understand that i'm human and he knows my heart and 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 he knows that i'm trying but are you really trying are you really trying to lay it down are you taking that particular sin and bringing it to the altar of god crying out help me deliver me from this are we doing that or are we taking jesus grace as a license to sin 
and and if we choose to keep sitting up under these wolves and sheep clothing well that is exactly what's going to happen to us it, we will one day look up and our eyes our eyes will open and we will be in torment we are not trying to do that absolutely because you see jesus as he was going to the cross this this is how much he loved us okay because you see yes jesus was in in his manhood and um and complete flesh right while he walked here on the earth meaning that he had feelings and emotions you know his emotions could have swayed swayed him to the left or to the right when it came to when he knew it was time for him to go to that cross that wasn't an easy thing to do you know i guess people think that well you know yes okay well he walked yes he's god and he walked in the flesh among us but you know he's still god you know of course he could have you know just endured the cross no if it was that so easy for him to do why was he sweating blood in the garden of gethsemane gethsemane when when he knew that he had to go to the cross it was a matter of hours before those roman soldiers were coming for him and he prayed earnestly he sweat and blood he even asked the father okay and his total manhood right the god man can it be is there any other way that we can do this is there any other way take this cup from me but then he said but nevertheless you let your will be done and not mine jesus could have jesus could have gotten up and went on home he was tired anyway you know what i mean his 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 disciples they off over there so, supposed to be praying uh with him right but no they fall asleep everybody just fell back and now he's alone don't you know what it took for our lord to go to that cross on our behalf and for us to continue to say no or come with this easy breezy way to the cross that that we can still do what we want to do absolutely not we have to stop sinning now i could scream this i can yell it to you but today i'm coming with pure love and a sincere heart it is hard for all of us myself included i got to beat this flesh down every day yeah there's things i want to do but i choose not to because i am now starting to focus all of my attention on the cross i have to look at things with an eternal perspective now i can no longer look at this world and the things i want from it the people that i may want to be with or or the things that i want to do you know there was a time where i would love to go to a good horror flick 
you know what I'm saying? And 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 just be entrenched with all the horror and the and the slicing and the and, and the dicing and all this. But I can I can't partake in those things anymore. Sure, I would like to have something to drink. Sure, I may wanna, you know, indulge in things, you know, putting things into my body that that I know for a fact that this is not godly. But I choose to not do those things and this is why I so love this ministry that God put in my heart because I need this ministry as well. I need to daily repent at the end of the day or whenever, you know, I just have to look at my life circumspectly and say, okay, what are you thinking on? What are you meditating on? No, because sometimes our minds could just drift off and then you off somewhere that you know is ungodly and you have to read that back in it's a it's, it's a daily picking up my cross and that means to just keep laying down this flesh telling this flesh no we are going to follow jesus because at the end of the day we are not going to live forever there is coming a time where it is appointed once for man to die and then the judgment i want to be at the judgment seat of christ where he's giving out crowns to those believers who trusted in him who lay down and forsook their wicked ways and now we are sitting before him kneeling to get our crowns I don't want to be at the great white throne judgment, seeing Jesus as my as my a righteous judge. Absolutely not. And so that is why I'm coming to you all in love today. We must repent. I don't care what it is that you think you have to hold on to, because my friends, I'm telling you. It is not worth it. It is not going to be worth it when you are in hell being tormented by these demons. Because you see, the problem is people don't think hell is real. It is real, my friends. It is real. Just as you see things in the natural, although we can't see spiritual things, trust me, I'm telling you, Hell is real and I don't need to go there today to know that it is real. I trust Jesus when he says that that worm will not die. That means that all the um, regrets of all the time you have heard messages like this and you chose to shun it. All the times a friend or co-worker or family member has said to you, do you know Christ? Do you know what's going to happen when, when you die? And you chose to shrug it off or you figure, well, I got time for that later. But then you find yourself outside of your bodysuit standing before Jesus. It's going to be too late then. So yes, absolutely, we must repent absolutely because you see jesus set his face like flint for you and i as he was heading to go to that cross but for the joy set before him which was our redemption and salvation to be reconciled back to god 
He endured the cross. Jesus Christ wants us to come out of our sins, repent, think, turn around, and go the other way back to God. There are plenty of reasons why we should avoid sin like the plague. Absolutely. The primary and foremost reason is to not dishonor shame and hurt our lord and savior jesus christ that should always be our overriding motivation for living holy obedient lives and avoiding sin and disobedience at all times because if we look to isaiah 50 verses 6 through 7 that says i offered my back to those who beat me my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Now, this is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking, right? He says, I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting because the sovereign Lord helps me. I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint and I know I will not be put to shame. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And if for nothing else, this scripture alone, let us know what the Lord Jesus Christ went through so that we can be saved. He says that, he says that they beat him. He said, I offered my back. Those 39 stripes that he got whipped on his back, let let me just explain to you what weapon was used. These were called cat of nine tails, where it was this um, leather strap, right? It, 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 it had a handle on it. And these leather straps maybe could have been about nine or ten uh, straps, right? That was fashioned around this handle to make it um, like a whip. And at the end of each of those individual straps were, it could have been like pieces of metal and glass and, and stone, all that. So that when that Roman soldier um, hit you on your back, it, oh, right. And the, those pieces of metal were like hooks. So they would not only just slash your back, but it will pull your skin clear off as they hit you with it. Those metal hooks and stones and pieces of glass would get embedded in your skin. So as they go to, you know, lift it up, it tore away your flesh. You know what I mean? So, and and it wasn't just that they were hitting you on your back. They were hitting you everywhere. It would wrap around to your face, take off half your, your flesh in your face, your back of your legs, your arm. I mean, everywhere. Jesus took it like a champ for us and not only that but they pulled out his beard could you imagine don't you know how painful it is when you pluck out just one hair strand i mean they plucked out his beard and they spitting in his face you know how how disgusting and vile that is to have someone just one person one person spit in your face imagine a crowd other mocking him jeering him you know, calling him out of his name, laughing at him as he being paraded naked up to the to the cross. And we today in 21st century 
have the audacity and and the and the the arrogance to say no i don't want jesus for what he did for you what what he did for all of the world no we we're gonna have to take another look at that so but okay let me move on but there are i suppose more selfish reasons why we need to guard our lives closely. The Bible warns us repeatedly about how our sins will come back to bite us. Yes, what we think we are doing in private will eventually come out in public. Oh, absolutely. There are consequences to our sins, in other words. And if we persist in known sin, we will all one day face the music oh yes we will if not in this life then certainly in the next one jesus showed a good example of a life of faith and mission centered um no jesus showed a good example of a life of faith and mission centered life by by resolutely setting out for jerusalem even though rejection and suffering were waiting for him, he absolutely set his face like flint and set out for Jerusalem. He had been finalizing his earthly ministry and focused on going to Jerusalem for his final mission on the cross. Thanks to Jesus, thanks to him being so resolved and so determined now we can enjoy forgiveness of sin and eternal life in him amen jesus also invites us to follow him and commit ourselves in service of the kingdom of god it requires putting down our earthly goals putting jesus in the highest priority of our lives and dedicating our lives fully amen to the service of the kingdom of god the cost is high but there will be an eternal reward in the kingdom of god and this is why we choose to serve the living god because we know that once we sacrifice this life here on earth oh there is a better life awaiting for us amen so by paying the cost we will become like jesus and be rewarded with heavenly glory amen and many people around us will be led to eternal life through us and that's the goal right because jesus says to pull as many sticks out of the fire amen and to go out into all the world and make disciples amen so let us pay the cost of following jesus and participate in jesus glory right jesus was fully aware that suffering and death on a cross awaited him he knew he had to die in our place to pay for our sins and he was determined to accomplish this mission later we read jesus went teaching as he made his way to jerusalem and that's luke 13 he was resolute about doing his father's will even if it meant rejection and death 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. That is why I am committing to live my life holy and righteous because of what you did right here in Luke 13, 22. Glory be to God. Jesus also faced rejection along the way because he was headed to Jerusalem. He wasn't welcome in a Samaritan, uh, a Samaritan village. What a tragic rejection based on national identity. The disciples reacted as we might have done, but Jesus rebuked their desire for, for revenge. He came to redeem, not to destroy. Amen. Later, he said, the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. That's Luke 19, 10. And if we call on the name of the Lord, if we are confessing that we are true followers of Jesus Christ, well, that should be our mission as well, to seek and to save the lost in Jesus' name. So, Jesus continued on to Jerusalem to fulfill his purpose for our sake. When we follow Jesus, we will learn from him. We will learn his love, his compassion, his power of resurrection, holiness, and together with suffering. suffering. So we can become like Jesus as God's created being, uh, becoming like creator God, who is Jesus, is the highest goal we can achieve. Moreover, we will receive a glorious heavenly reward in the end as Jesus received his glory after his ascension. God raised Jesus to life and exalted Jesus to the right hand of him when Jesus gave up his life for sinners in Jerusalem. Amen. Now, when we follow Jesus, we will also receive heavenly glory together with suffering on earth, right? This suffering that we're going through on this earth, it is only momentarily. It may seem like it's going on and on and on and that there is never no end to it. But keep your eyes on the prize, my friend. We are not going to live forever there is going to come a day when God will call us out of our body suit. So why not? Why not? If we have to suffer in any way now, believe me, it will be worth it later. Secondly, when we give our highest priority to the work of the kingdom of God, our work will be used in leading people to eternal life from eternal judgment medical doctors life-saving work is precious but the work of jesus disciples which is us is far greater because it can change the eternal destiny of just one person people in this place and all the believers in the world are living proof of jesus disciples work amen i know it worked on me hallelujah these are the words of our glorious Savior who suffered greatly, enduring scorn and shame on our behalf. It is these words that the disciple Luke brought to mind when he wrote this gospel. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set 
out for Jerusalem. And that's Luke 9:51. Amen. And so I would like to leave us all with this prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus' willingness to go to Jerusalem to pay the price to save us. Help us to follow wherever you lead us, no matter what the cost. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. And so, my friends, I'll leave you all with that. I say, like the Lord Jesus Christ has said, repent and believe, for the kingdom of God is at hand. It showed up. Jesus showed up on a scene, and he went to that cross. He set his face as flint. He endured all the mocking, the spitting, the beatings, the, the, the horrors and the shame that was associated with crucifixion in that day. But he says, no, I ain't looking at none of that. I'm going to keep my eyes on Cynthia Smalls being born in the year of 1968. I'm going to look at Jane Smith being born in 1851. I am going to be looking at Thomas Jones being born in the year 2009. I am looking down the annals and the corridors of time. I'm looking at that person that's going to be born 25 years, 2,500 years later after I go to the cross. That's why I'm going to the cross. I'm going to the cross for each and every person that will believe in me, that will lay down their wicked lifestyle and turn back to God. That's why I'm going to the cross. Amen. Amen. So until next time, my friends, stop sinning, turn back to God, trust in the finished work of the cross because Jesus loves you and he died for you. Amen. Amen. Lord willing, until next time, I speak to you all soon. Bye for now. guys for tuning in i truly appreciate all your support until next time i'll be talking to y'all soon bye